Welcome, everybody. This is the Crackhead Football Podcast from your host, Gabe. And Glenn, what's up? So, today we're going to be talking a lot of shit that's going around. Basically, it's going to be the news coming from football. Roquan Smith just requested trade from the Chicago Bears, as well as the new rules I heard about the MLB. Yeah, there's a bunch of new rules coming for the MLB. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's really what we're going to start off with today. So let's get to it. So I'm thinking first, let's go with the new rules. Let's listen on to what we're going on here. Okay, so essentially with the new rule in baseball, right, um, they're trying to remove the shift from, uh, you know how when in baseball, sometimes the infielders shift yeah. towards like to uh, counter the hitter? Mm-hmm. Well, essentially with this new rule, what they're trying to do is get rid of that. Um, so they're putting a wedge, a wedge um, mm-hmm. behind second plate, like chalk outline and everything, Yeah. where infielders can't go in that area until the ball is released from the pitcher's hand. That's so weird. It, yeah, I, I honestly, um, it's it's a weird thing to think about because it's gonna be, it's just, it's gonna be weird to see, just with extra chalk on the, um, field. However, uh, I see where they're coming from with it. They're trying to make it where there's more hits, the game's more interesting, and everything. But I don't yeah. know if I don't know if they should have done it this way. Yeah, I mean. I kind of get what they're coming from, like especially in today's leagues, pitchers are getting better, as well as hitters too. But you're we're now seeing a lot more strikeouts. We're now seeing a lot more like no nos. So it might be a good general switch into maybe getting more hits and more yeah. runs scored in. But honestly. Is this really the way to do it, That's though? Yeah, I don't know if this is truly the way to do it. I, th- I thought the same thing with the pitch clock, but then the pitch clock actually turned out to be an all-right addition to really yeah. speed up the game. And it's the same thing with the uh, extra innings rule. No one liked it when it first came out, but now we, we're used to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and as for, like, the shift thing, like, the shift really has been more, like, type of strategy type thing yeah it's almost like football when you put in a game plan you're game planning against whatever the other team's trying to put at you and it's kind of like the same in baseball yeah you're shifting to yeah it's strategy that's what i was thinking it's you're like taking away the strategy of baseball you know over the past couple years strategy has become a huge part of baseball but now that you're removing the shift you're basically saying "Mm, just hit ball yeah you know like it but I can see where they're coming from with it, but at the same time, I have I have gripes with almost every rule, just because I identify more of a purist when it comes to baseball. I like yeah. just playing baseball the way it was, but I mean, I can get used to the way it's evolving, because I mean, like every sport, baseball is always evolving. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's what's coming in with the new rules and stuff and i say we move on to a little bit of trade deadline as well like a lot of people are going off on uh juan soto he got traded to the padres a bunch of people didn't like that but i mean like it's it's normal in baseball you're gonna get traded no matter what you have no control over it yeah 
And a lot of people were wondering why the Cubs weren't going after him. Yeah, that's... No, and that brings up an interesting point. Why are we keeping Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ? I have no clue. They're the only ones from the 2016 Cubs. Yeah, like... We've lost everybody from the 2016 Cubs. Ian Happ wasn't on the 2016 Cubs. Yeah, he was. He was? Yeah, he was. I I thought he came in 2017. No, he was a 2016 Cub. (laughs) But... Um, like I was saying, they're the only 2016 Cubs we have. You know, the rest of the team's been traded. I think yeah. what we need to do is trade Contreras and Hap and bring yeah. in new talent. Because that's, that's what baseball is now. It's all new talent, you know? Yeah. The old guys are getting too old, and the new guys are coming in with all new. Like, we're seeing record high batting averages, record low ERAs. Like... This the game's getting faster, and you know we just can't keep up with it. Yeah, and I was talking on social media about this, like Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ, and it was also going with why people were wondering why the Cubs didn't go after Juan, Juan Soto. Soto. It's mainly because we're not looking to add in talent. We, well, not like add in like today talent, like get Juan Soto try and win today. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the Padres, they're looking to win today. They want to win now. They want to go after that World Series, especially in the NL West division that's going to be really stacked up. Yeah. Um, but it's. I just think we should just get rid of Contreras and yeah, uh, Hap just to bring in new talent. Because I, uh, I went to Iowa recently, and I saw an Iowa Cubs game. Those guys... They still lost the game pretty bad because, I mean, it's the Cubs. Uh, we're pretty bad this year. But I went to a uh, Iowa Cubs game. Yeah. They were actually, like, really, really good. New talent is where it's at for baseball right now. Yeah. And I, I'm excited to see some of these guys come up because especially since um, – there's one dude, I forgot his name, and I feel so upset that I forgot his name. He actually is constantly up and down with the Cubs. Yeah. And, um, you know, the the team's synergy was great. They, they, lo- they were playing really sound baseball. And I just, I'm excited to see these guys, you know. Yeah, the like, new generation of baseball is coming up, and it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah, like... Honestly, I can see the Cubs being good within the next two, three years. Yeah, we're gonna we're 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 doing what the Sox did. We're doing a rebuild. Yeah. It's probably not gonna take ten years, but we're doing a rebuild. <laughs> yeah, and at least we don't have Tommy Larusa. Don't, dude. He he looks like he's about to die. Like any moment, he's gonna just pass out. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's going to be a little bit of baseball. We'll get back to it maybe later on. Uh, just really one quick question, because um, I want to know how you feel, because I I, I've asked other people how they feel about it, like Cubs fans. How do you feel that we're keeping Ross as the manager? Honestly, he's not too bad as a manager, like especially last year. like He was able to work with what we have. He's still able to get wins when uh, possible. Um, And honestly, I'm hoping that he stays manager as when we're going through to the next two, three seasons. Maybe we'll get a little more out of him from that. Um, And especially with Chicago. Chicago, we tend to get impatient with our managers and that type of stuff. 
and I'm really saying is we should try and keep patience with this guy. We might be losing games now, but we're in a rebuild mode. I'm thinking we just wait it out, and maybe next two, three years when we're getting wins, hopefully we're able to potentially either, one, get a championship out of him, or at least make it to, like, NLDS or NLCS yeah. with him. Alright, yeah. That's, I mean, that's about what most people were saying. Um, I agree with that, you know. He's not no he's not a no Joe Madden, but I mean he's he's doing the best he can. He everybody likes it because he knows he knew everybody on that team. Yeah. If if he was the manager and all the twenty sixteen Cubs were still on that team, oh we'd be we'd be going crazy. Yeah, we would. Um but anyways, so we're going to come back to baseball later. Um, right now, we're going to move on to football, which is coming into the, yeah, the preseason. I'm, I haven't, I don't really follow the NFL, but this season, I feel like it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, it really will be. Russell Wilson just got, well, traded during the offseason from the Seahawks to the Broncos, looking to get a championship. That whole AFC West division looks stacked. The Bears are going to be coming in with a new rebuild. We're going to get back to that because we also got some breaking news on that front, um, as well as some other news going through our throughout training camp. Um, so starting off with, well, preseason, like football's finally back. Um, I'm honestly looking forward to it. I've been a diehard football fan for. Lord knows how long. Um, and honestly, one of the biggest things that go into football and the biggest kickoff to it is the NFL preseason. I see what you did there, the kickoff. All right. <laughs> uh, the NFL preseason. So, obviously, preseason starters aren't going to be starting the whole entire game. Yeah. We're looking to cut out who's not going to make the rosters and that type of stuff, depth chart. Um, Bears, our main main focus is going to be how the offense is doing, how the defense is doing, as well as how our rookies are doing that we just drafted and our second years. Um, The AFC West, we're going to be starting off against a pretty tough team in the preseason, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... And I don't really think their starters are going to be starting at all. The Bears did say, though, that they are going to be starting their starters off week one of preseason. And I bet you it's to get our quarterback, Justin Fields, some reps. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so my biggest thing here is, well, one, it's granted preseason not much is going to go on we're looking at training camp and Justin Fields is going to get his reps I like that he's getting his reps he's a good quarterback I feel like he's going to be our big guy when it comes to the big moments yeah yeah, yeah. he shows great positivity when it comes into the clutch and just off film when I'm watching film I'm able to tell like this guy's gonna be good. Yeah, 
Um, and also something with the Bears, their our defensive line has been phenomenal these past couple of years. Oh uh, yeah, they, it has been. But the biggest thing is we traded off like everyone. most of them, which yeah, and also let free some of them, like Khalil Mack, our uh, defensive end, I guess you would call it, because he he's technically left outside linebacker, but we place him at end position because that's where he strives. He got traded to the Chargers, and I kind of see why, because his his salary was so high up there, and honestly, if I'm talking from a future standpoint, I like the trade, because the Bears next season... Um, if you look on the internet too, uh, the Bears next season with their salary cap, they're gonna have over a hundred million in salary cap this upcoming off season, and that's all to spend on whatever. Like we can spend yeah. on free agents, and honestly, like I'm thinking we should use some of that just to get Roquan Smith back. He requested trade, yeah, and that's mainly due to the fact of. Um, he doesn't feel that the Bears are doing well enough in the, you know, contract negotiation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Chicago. We're never really good in contract negotiation. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't like spending money here. Well, because, I mean, we're dirt cheap. Chicago is a cheap city. But at the same time, think of all the teams we've had, you know. The yeah. ba- the ba- bears, the bulls, you know, yeah, like early bulls, like when we got when we had Michael Jordan, that was like the best seasons oh, yeah. for the bulls. Blackhawks were on a tear four years, didn't they win like three Stanley Cups in a row? Yeah, they won three Stanley Cups within five years. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's crazy, you know. Yeah. The Cubs, we were doing hot, like 2012 to 2016-ish. Yeah. You know, the Sox, they're starting to go get hot now. Uh, so I think it's, honestly, I think it's time for the Bears to step up and yeah, I mean, we take control. We haven't won one since, what, 85? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and the last time we went to the actual Super Bowl was... It was a while ago. God. Two, 2007. So, literally... And that was with Jay Cutley. No, it wasn't No, it wasn't Jay, Jay Cutley? Cutley? No, it no, wasn't. he wasn't on the team that time? No. no. Uh, we've had Rex Grossman on that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just remember everybody made fun of Jay Cutler. <laughs> that, was, that was the one reason I paid attention to the Bears when Jay Cutler was around, just because of the everybody giving Jay Cutler so much shit. Yeah, he literally did not care. Like, No, yeah, he, no, he didn't. He's today's Aaron Rodgers... Except he sucks. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't care, but he's still, you know... He's still he, elite. He gives dime... He, like... The man... The the fact that that man is in his 40s and still playing elite football is crazy. Yeah, he... When most of these guys are losing their edge did, a couple years in. Did you see the other news on what Aaron Rodgers... Did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he admitted that um, hallucinogenics were helped him yeah. play football. And apparently, I, I was just looking because I wanted to learn more on that. He... Um, the NFL is actually not going to penalize him for it. No. Because and people, I've seen a bunch of people like saying that they should because you know he was taking drugs. Yeah. And I've seen other places where they were 
performance and enhancing drugs. They're not performance enhancing drugs. He's seeing things, you know. The fact that he's seeing things and can still hit the players uh, with like accuracy. with accuracy is crazy. Yeah. I don't think he should be penalized. I think he should be given an award <laughs> for that. That's yeah. And this also brings up a another point. The NFL has been so inconsistent with punishments. The, yeah, they the, have. Like, Remember the whole controversy a couple of years ago with people kneeling during the oh yeah um, that, national anthem. Yeah, and so they would they would ban some people, but ban but not ban some others. Yeah, it was it was weird because like I f- I feel like the NFL isn't focusing on what they think is right i think they're focusing on what the community think is right because i remember when the first guy i forgot what his name was he was a i think he was a raiders no it wasn't raiders a buccaneers Uh, player 49ers 49ers that's right yeah colin kaepernick i remember when he was the first to kneel during the um, national anthem. Yeah, the the internet went mad, went crazy, saying, "Oh, this guy shouldn't be playing football," I you mean, know, and all that. And guess what? The NFL did. You know, instantly put him on, um, banned him for like one or two games, or like a week or two, something like that. And I mean, like, this is my opinion on that. He just sucks at football. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he just sucked. Like, there's a reason why no one wants to sign him even today. Like, he just sucked. Yeah. I think he's reaching the end of his season. Uh, yeah. Or his run. Well, no, he's always had the end of his run since that. Like, the main reason... Like, with Colin Kaepernick and, granted, uh, really, I don't want to get too far into this. A lot of people slander off on the NFL on... How he's not getting signed into the NFL because, you know, he was protesting Black Lives Matter yeah. and all that. But with but with how he's been playing, it's he not because of that. It's because like, he sucks. Like, teams are, like, inviting him to tryouts. Like, the Raiders this past offseason invited him to a tryout. But they're like... <laughs> no. He, he, no. Go back. Go home. <laughs> go back home. You just go play suck. baseball, loser. <laughs> go play golf. You'll probably be better than that. Yeah, and um he and what I was trying to do with the inconsistency and punishments is actually this year uh there were three main uh stars wasn't a Browns player recently suspended uh yeah and we'll get to that um there three main players that were suspended DeAndre Hopkins, star wide receiver for the Cardinals. He got suspended six games for using performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, There was um, Calvin Ridley, star wide receiver from the Atlanta Falcons. He got suspended a whole entire season for putting bets on his own team, basically. And then there's Deshaun Watson, in which... We'll get more into this, but right now, as it stands, it's six games for sexually assaulting up to 24 women. Jesus. Yeah, so... The main thing here is the inconsistency of the punishments with the severity of it. Like, come on, how are you going to get suspend a guy a whole season 
for gambling on his own team to win games. Well, because technically, game gambling yeah, te- on stuff like that's illegal. Yeah. Te- well. No, it's through- not even a technicality. It is illegal. Well, yeah, through the NFL and and actually, I don't know if Georgia is one of the states that have legalized it or not. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's a federal rule. Or federal well, law. Fe- federally, it is not legal, but the federal government put it down to states to pick and yeah, yeah, choose. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, actually, let's look it up. Was Georgia what where you can bet on your own team? Um, just sports gamble in general. I know Illinois was one of the first to accept it in. Um, but. How are you going to suspend a guy one year for okay. placing some bets on his own team to win a game and suspend a guy six games for something way more serious, sexually assaulting, like, t- up to 24 women? There were reports coming out saying that he could have put it up to 66 others and as well as, well... As well as, I guess there were reports saying that he was planning on other massages before all the reports came out. And really, truly, this Deshaun Watson case, like, he's a predator. Yeah. Like, he just preys. So, I looked it up, and Georgia does not have legal sport betting. Okay. But even then, it doesn't make sense why they banned him a full season for doing that. When other people, when, like you were saying, what was it, 26 charges of? 24-26 charges of. And only getting banned six six games. Like, that's, that's that's a little weird. Come on, NFL, you can do better than that. Yeah, and granted, I will give the NFL this. They appealed the initial thing. They're trying to put forth a more harsh of a punishment, but what is really standing in their way is the NFLPA. They put out a statement basically trying to appeal the appeal of the charge because it's a whole mess. It's a whole sticky situation. I don't know. It, like, I think they need to get a new director for rules because they use too many outside sources yeah like they really should just they're a private company they really should just be like alright if you break our rules this is what's gonna happen we're gonna suspend you this amount of game yeah because you broke our rules yeah be like Formula 1 Formula 1 holy they have the most strict rules ever yeah like if you don't follow the the rules in formula one you were you're not banned forever but you can you're not racing you're fucked yeah you're 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 messed up you're done you're done your your career's over (laughs) you're not that guy pal yeah exactly you're not that guy (laughs) like um not to go away from football because i feel like football football right now is the hot thing because it's coming up yeah but with formula one you know if i were to i don't know like Let's say I was McLaren, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the rules is you can only have two racers from each team on the track at once. Yeah. Okay? Like, you can't have three. If I were to put a third McLaren racer on there, McLaren's out for the rest of the season. You're disqualified. You can't yeah. compete in that weekend. But, and they, in Formula One, they have, their rules are just, they're so strict, but at least they follow their rules and they 
enforce them well, you know? Unlike the NFL right now, where they're not really enforcing these rules. Consistently. Consistently. Right. Yeah. Like, they're enforcing it's Like, the oh, dude, this guy, he bet 20 bucks on the, that he's going to win this game. Nah, he's out. This guy sexually assaulted 24 people. Nah, nah he's good. he's good. <laughs> like, that, that's, that's no. NFL, come on. Yeah, come on. I know yeah. you're listening. <laughs> yeah, with our first episode of a I know you're listening. Podcast. This, is, this is the best podcast. Yeah, like. You're listening. I know it. <laughs> we're, we're the goats here. Exactly. Um. Yeah, but seriously, NFL, you got to be more consistent with it. So we're going to go back to baseball now. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and we're going to go switch sides a little bit more. We didn't mention that we were going to go here in the beginning, but we're going to go into postseason and the postseason standings and that type of stuff. Honestly, I think this season's going to be exciting. Oh, this postseason's going to be amazing. Oh, my Lord. Like, I'm I'm looking forward just even the wild card matchups. Are oh, like, the wild card's going to be great. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I always enjoy po- um, nearing the end of the season of baseball. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, it's perfect weather for baseball, right? It's starting to cool down, you know, there's going to be a lot more night games. If you go to a game, it's nice and cool. You know, the atmosphere is great. Almost every game is sold out, you know. Yeah. Full crowd. You're seeing all the teams doing uh, playing probably some of the best baseball you've seen all season. Yeah. It's just um it's it's uh insane. Yeah, and like with the baseball uh postseason that comes around and what I love most is Obviously, watching the World Series, nothing's like nothing beats the World Series. Yeah, nothing. You, I watched the po- I watched the World Series even if the Cubs lost round one. Yeah, because like those are the two best teams in baseball right now, and you're watching them duke it out for all the money. Yeah, like last season, the Braves won the World Series. The that was such a memorable moment, especially for the city of Atlanta in general. I think that was the Braves' first. No, it wasn't their first World Series. No, twenty seventeen was the Astros' first. Yeah, and we all know how that went. But it did end like quite a long drought for the Braves, and I think just really Atlanta sports in general. Yeah, because uh, I believe the last team that won a championship for Atlanta was the Braves um, before then. Because the Falcons, they didn't win any. They still have not won any. The Hawks, I don't think, have won a championship. Other than that, it really goes down to the Braves, in which just are still pretty a dominant team. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go back to the World Series in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you know, every every ball team, every baseball team, you know, they have their moment in the spotlight, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, most of the time they'll they'll get to the World Series one time. Mm-hmm. And then next season they'll win the World Series and then they won't reach the World Series again for a little bit, but that's just how baseball is, you know. It's a tough league. It's a t- it's a tough sport and you know, against you know what most people say, baseball is one of is the hardest sport in the world. Yeah. Cause like, and people are like, oh, how does how is this uh, hardest uh, sport in the world? You just hit a ball. 
Well, well, yeah, you try. Yeah, you try hitting. Try hitting a hundred mile per hour fastball that's in on your hands up, up and in. Try hit like, that, and hit it well. Like try hitting an eighty one mile or per hour. Try, tr- oh, try hitting Clayton Kershaw's twelve six curveball. Just try and hit it. <laughs> you're not going to touch it. No, no one can touch his twelve six. Swing and a miss, strike three. You're out. <laughs> um. Uh, and then. I'm trying to think who, like, who do you think is going to win the World Series this year? Ooh, that's a tough decision. Honestly, I I have the Dodgers going all the way to the World Series. As much as of a generic answer it is, I cannot... Deny it? Deny it. And I'm big on the Cubs, I'm big on the Red Sox. So Cubs I, ain't even making it to yeah, the postseason. No. Uh, and... Like, I'm just saying those are my two favorite teams. Right. And as much as I hate to say it, I got the Yankees. Really? Going to the World Series? Yeah, they're on they, fire. Yeah. Like, they've slowed down, like, after the All-Star break. But at the right. same time, like... Dude, did you see Aaron Judge? He was... He... Near the... After the trade deadline... Oh, my God. That guy went crazy. Yeah. You know? He... I hate... I'm, I'm gonna say it. Aaron Judge is probably one of the best hitters, batting average and OBS um, mm. wise. Like, honestly, we talk all this talk about like the goat of a sport and like all that type of stuff. No. Well, I'm not gonna say like he's the greatest of all time. No, the sport. best is Fernando Tatis. <laughs> Fernandez Tatis. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say that the best of all time is gonna be Aaron Judge, but. In today's league, I do think that he's the best player in baseball right now. Yeah. And honestly, it's n- not even close on who's the best player. It okay. is Aaron Judge. Yeah. Um. Well, like, there's every every team has their best, and actually, both leagues have their best. Like you were saying, uh, Aaron Judge, he's the best of the American League. You want to talk about the best in the National League? You know, it's gonna it's it's gonna sound like a I'm bad bandwagging on this, but Shohei Otani is insane. Yeah, of the Angels. For the Angels, yeah, he he's just in he's he's too good. You know. Yeah. I mean, let's. What was his ERA? What's his ERA right now? Isn't it like two? And that's like a really good ERA. Yes, and he can hit and as he, well. And he and think, plays. I defense. think he's playing. I think he has an over three hundred batting average right now. Yeah. And as of as of right now. I and think. for like the MLB, that's like better than most players. Right. You and know, most people dream of hitting over three hundred, but yeah. I mean it, it's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's. Pretty damn. Hard. It, it's it's pretty hard, you know. The average batting average is like two fifty. Yeah. And if you can hit over that, you're considered a really good baseball player, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In in general, baseball's a tough sport, especially like we're gonna be heading on to the postseason track. Standings are coming up. Oh. Uh, I do know that the Brewers are in big contention. It's kind of a big battle in the NL for the uh, other wild card spots. Yeah. Uh, 
And then for the AL, I I haven't paid too much attention to the AL standings, to admit. Um, but I do feel like it's pretty consistent. I do know the Marners have a pretty big chance of getting into the postseason, and it's going to be ending, what, a 20-year postseason drought for the Marners? Yeah. So... Hold on, are you saying Mariners? Like the Seattle... It's Mariners. Yeah, it's Seattle Mariners, Mariners. I'm sorry, that just threw me off. And also, looking at it, Shohei Otani's uh, throwing a 2.03 ERA. Or 2.83. Yeah, 2.83 ERA. And that's, that's, actually, that's about average. Yeah. But still, you know, an ERA under three is still pretty phenomenal. Yeah, and he won MVP last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. I messed up. He's batting a 253. But oh, still, I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty close good. That's close to 300. That's like close to 300. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, come on. The guy is the cover artist for the show 22. Yeah. Or the cover for the show 22. Like, I mean, he's cracked. I mean, if he was the cover artist, well, then he's, like, cracked at everything, but... <laughs> he's like that one kid that everybody hates for being so good at everything. <laughs> but, you know... And I just think it's interesting that as we're going on, after Shohei Otani, we're seeing a lot more two-way players, you know? Yeah. Like, we're seeing a lot more pitchers who can do infield stuff and hit. Yeah, honestly, like, that might be our new evolution of baseball. Yeah, we're we're no longer going to have these pitchers that are POs, you know? Yeah. They're going to be... You're going to walk in there and be like, hey, can I be a pitcher? And they're going to be like, yeah, sure, but you're probably also going to be playing, like, second base or something. Yeah. You know? Or the outfield. I don't know why you'd be playing outfield as a pitcher, but... Yeah, because um, that would just wear out your arm more. Right, and that's and I've told my coach that because my coach, you know, a couple. Although Shohei Otani plays outfield, he plays. True, but then again, he's just good at everything. Right? Yeah, but most people aren't gonna be a pitcher and a left fielder. You know. Yeah, because like, especially playing left field, like you gotta have that cannon of an arm. Right. In which one of the biggest things I love hearing about baseball is how you have those mixed sport type things like you'll have a lot of baseball players transfer over to football or and vice versa yeah yeah, or vice versa where you have a lot of football players transfer or hell even basketball michael jordan yeah michael jordan for the bulls and then was a double a affiliate for For the the white Sox. sox yeah and you want to know how I know that? I watched Space Jam last night. <laughs> oh man, I love Space Jam. But the, just the fact that he could compete at the double A level, you know, is I mean, he wasn't the greatest, obviously, because he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he can could compete at the double A level was pretty insane. Because I mean, people say, and I got this from the show, but I also believe it too. If you can compete in the double A, you can compete in the majors. Yeah. It's obviously it's going to be a lot harder because you know you're big dudes. And However, you know you'll you can probably compete. Yeah, and here's one big guy that I like mentioning when it comes to mixed sports. You know, Bo Jackson? Yeah, Bo Jackson. Oh, my God. He was such a freak of nature. Right. If he didn't get injured in the NFL with his knee, he probably would be Hall of 
Hall of Fame, both sports, without a doubt. Yeah. Honestly, even today. Speaking of which, did you see that uh, uh, David Ortiz? He, he was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh man, he I knew that. it was coming too, but yeah, I was so excited that. when I heard David Ortiz got yeah. inducted. Was he first ballot? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he was first ballot. He like, deserves that. Every, yeah, that man. He was so good at baseball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was actually really emotional emotional for me and I, I don't even really follow the Red Sox it was emotional for me when I saw him retire yeah because he because I just knew him like he was one of the best players in baseball you know yeah and like, it's not an easy feat to get into the Hall of Fame no right? it really isn't like Barry Bonds didn't even make the Hall of Fame right and that guy was insane yeah and like freak of like, freak of nature's literally like David Ortiz. He, yeah, exactly. he would be sending moonshots all day. Yeah. Um, and you want to talk about freak of nature's? These new pitchers that are coming, in, even the old pitchers, Clayton Kershaw, freak of nature with that twelve six. Yeah, Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns. There, these pitchers. You you hear these guys saying, "Oh, he's pulling the string on the pitch." No, these guys are yanking that string. Yeah. Right. They. I was looking at um. Like, I was looking at a batter's view of, like, Clayton Kershaw's 12-6. It flies straight as an arrow and just drops out of nowhere. Yeah, and, like... And it's basically impossible to hit. You're going to be caught swinging, without a doubt. And, like, talk about teams that are, like, regretting trades and trade deadline. Like, you see the Brewers trade with Josh Ader? Yeah. The, The Brewers... Honestly, I was looking at this, and I'm watching some of the Brewers games because I have MLB TV. I can right. watch out-of-market yeah. games. Ever, ever since the Cubs went to Marquee Sports Network, I've been watching basically any baseball game I could watch. <laughs> yeah, Because exactly. I'm not spending 30 bucks a month just to watch Cubs. Yeah, no. Because, like, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm not spending that kind of money. Uh, like, I'll wait until they go on ESPN. Speaking of which, I saw Field of Dreams game is going to be on ESPN. Yeah, there, it it's will. not going to be a marquee blackout game or blackout game. Yeah, it will be. Like, so I'm, I'm really excited. I, I, oh my god, the Field of Dreams game last year was so nice. ESPN and it's going to be on Fox. Yeah, it's, it's going to be mainline streamed, but you know, um, I was, I'm so excited for the Field of Dreams game. I don't even care who's playing. Just seeing that field is beautiful. Like one of my bucket lists is just going to at least one of those games. Well, so I mean, it's possible to. The only thing is, because my mom and I were looking, because, you know, it's why not? Oh, yeah, it's $5,000. Yeah, it's... Per ticket. <laughs> Jesus. And but, but I understand why, you know. It's, it's a new field. It's a memorable field, mm-hmm. you know. It takes a lot of time to set up because it's not always set up. Mm-hmm. It's just... it. I would love to... Like, that's a dying wish of mine, is j- to just go see a Field of Dreams game. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess if you build it... They will come. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, man, I, I I enjoy watching baseball movies. Oh, they're, they're just so good. Like, it, Field of Dreams, classic. Everybody loves it. Even if you're not a baseball fan, yeah, one, you love Field of Dreams. One thing I'm disappointed in myself is I own Moneyball. Uh-huh. I still have not you watched You haven't it. watched Moneyball? Yeah, I still have not oh, watched that movie. 
Alright, have you seen, um, what was it? You've seen Sandlot, obviously. Yeah, that's, I love Sandlot. Sandlot. Sandlot's great. Yeah, You're killing Sandlot. me, Smalls. <laughs> I love that movie, right? Um, Angels in the Outfield. Um, great movie. Great movie. Um, A League of Their Own. Great movie. Like, some memorable quotes from that movie. I, that's one of my favorites. Just because of, like, it's gonna sound cliche, and, like, um, I like it because it broke boundaries, you yeah. know? It, never before have you seen women playing base, baseball. Especially yeah. in that time frame. It wasn't baseball. They were playing softball. Like, but like they were throwing... Yeah, exactly. But they were playing, you know, during World War II, they were playing baseball. And, you know, that was, I feel like that was one of the best movies. There's a whole exhibit to, in the exactly. Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I want to go see it. Yeah. Um... What else? But I I always enjoy watching that movie. Um, what was it? What was the one where it was a Cubs player? Like a kid who became a Cubs pitcher. I forgot what it was. Um, no, what was it? Oh. We'll get, we'll get it. We'll get it eventually. Um, but like... Uh, but uh, you said you want to go to Field of Dreams, right? Yeah. So the one thing I enjoy, first of all, from where we are, it's a six-hour drive. But again, it's a, it's whatever. You know, it's Field of Dreams. I'd fly across the country to Just go see, to see that. It. Right. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is you have access to the baseball field at any time. Not the big stadium, but like the movie set. Um, little baseball field. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You can go there, go to that field anytime. Yeah. Right? And you they've played baseball. They've done reenactments with the ghosts. With the ghosts. Yeah. Playing on baseball. that field. Yeah. And I think it's phenomenal. Right? Um uh, what I would do just to play like of actual least. game on that field. Yeah, or, or, or even like even then, catch. Just catch. Right. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted. I got to run the bases. I that was the happiest I've ever been <laughs> on a baseball field was to run the bases at Field of Dreams. Like Field of Dreams is literally a baseball player's dream. dream. Right. It's it's heaven, but it's also Iowa. Yeah. It, um it's Iowa. Yeah. Nothing, is this heaven? Iowa. No, it's <laughs> Iowa. Uh but you can do house tours, which don't cost much. Yeah. And I, I, it's a cool thing. I wouldn't take the house. You can live in the house. You can stay in the house. Dang. I know. That's what I said. I was like, dude, if I had the money, I'd so stay in the house, wake up early, and just play on that field all day. Be the most expensive house in Iowa. Probably. <laughs> and I never thought I'd be excited. I never thought I'd want to be excited to wake up and see a field of corn. <laughs> um... Because you have a baseball field right. right in the middle of that corn. And, uh, what's it called? Mm. Oh, yeah, the, um, you can stay in the house, which I thought was, it was really cool. Uh, there's a, obviously there's a gift shop, you know, it's a new place. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, you got stop. Um, yeah, it's a new place. Yeah, it's spiking. Um, but it's, you know, it's a memorable place. And obviously you're, they're going to try and make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it's f- completely free to go. You don't have to pay anything. They just ask that you give a donation. Because, mm-hmm. like, like uh, Mr. Man said, they don't. They'll come to you for no reason, for a reason that they don't even know, and they'll give you twenty bucks 
without even knowing why. But yeah. they'll give you 20 bucks to just see the field. And so we went, and that's exactly what it was. It was 20 bucks. It was a sign that said 20 bucks, and then it was Mr. Man's speech underneath, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And so when we got there, it was there was a 20, a 40, and a 100. 100 got you a lot of stuff. 40... Um, twenty and forty was a bumper sticker and a baseball pin, like a like a hat pin, I think. Okay. But with forty, you got a jar of a little jar of dirt in front of the original dirt from the original field. Okay. Um, because you know they've been keeping that field up. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. the original dirt, but you know, it's. It was cool. So we ended up spending forty bucks and got a little jar of dirt. It was nice. I um. I mean, what what what's like a jar of dirt from the original field? Right. You know, when someone comes over, I could be like, "Yeah, I got a little jar of dirt from the <laughs> field of dreams." Um. Well, someone who hasn't even watched the movie. Why do you have a jar of dirt? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just reminds me of the. Uh, uh, trying to think of this. Pirates of Caribbean. No, not. Uh, <laughs> I got a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt. Guess what's inside it? <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite quotes from Pirates oh of the Caribbean. God. Have you seen the uh, Amber Heard thing of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her I saw that. <laughs> I saw this thing on TikTok, literally put the word crack over the jar of dirt. <laughs> but. Um. Yeah, a lot of memories to go there. Oh, that's what it was. It was Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Rookie oh, of yeah. the Year. Classic movie. I love that movie. Like, know? baseball movies sponsor us. We... Is that right? You know? <laughs> Did you see that they're coming out with a new series? It's a Field of... Uh, not Field of Dreams. It's a, a League of Their Own. Ooh. They're doing yeah. a new series where it's a League of Their Own. Okay. It's a TV series. I don't know where it's on. I think it's on HBO Max. It's coming to HBO Max. I'm not quite sure, though. Uh, but I'm definitely watching it when it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I might not be the most intrigued by it, mostly because I'm not the biggest HBO guy. Yeah. But... Well, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not a huge, like, TV watcher. But, I mean, I, I'd watch that. Like, I'll, I'll watch TV if it's sports. I mean, hey, <laughs> give me that. I mean... Um... But yeah, a lot of things going on. A lot of memories to build at Field of Dreams. Like, yeah. Field of Dreams, sponsor us, please. Right. We're. I mean, I went to go see you guys. Come like, on. Come now. on. At least the least you could do is give us a little sponsor. Give us a little follow. Come on, listen. Just, just a little follow on social just media. Little, yeah, yeah. Um. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, other news. So, a lot of big things going around just sports world. KD requested trade from the Nets and a few months ago. Apparently, that stuff is heating back up. Yeah. Um, And my true opinion is he's not going anywhere. No. No. Um, He's probably going to play out the rest of his... Well, I don't want to say he's going to play out the rest of his contract. Mm. He's definitely going somewhere else. But, but not now. Not now. But he's going to stay there. The Bulls are looking better. We're than. yeah, we're we're looking hot this for the for this next season. Yeah, like Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan is gonna be killer for us. He was killer for us last season. Uh he was looking at MVP last season. Yeah. Um, the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
Apparently. You want to say Tan Tan Can Can Pagunko? That guy? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I believe two-time MVP. Um, he's coming out with his own series, just called Giannis. Um, of course, why don't why can't he? Yeah, huh? soon he's gonna be a Fortnite crossover. You know? Hey, I mean LeBron did it. <laughs> LeBron the Fortnite skin. Oh my God, it's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't know he played for the Lakers. LeBron James. <laughs> wow, the, the NBA be copying in Fortnite for real. <laughs> um. The NBA is gonna be on its way here soon, it, and it's kind of quieting down in the off season. But yeah. obviously, when things quiet down, someone's gonna have something to Hot, say. Yeah, uh, uh, hockey, hockey was, dude. Hockey was a great season this past season. Oh yeah, I like. I cannot lie. I was rooting for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Um. The I wanted the Lightning to three peat, but. <sighs> I can't deny it. The Avalanche are... They deserved it. They, des- they, do, they really deserve that. Like, for the past few seasons, they won a President's Cup out of one of the past two seasons. Nathan McKinnon, one of the best snipers in the game. If it wasn't for Ovenchkin, he would be the best sniper in the game. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Uh, controversial topic. I know you're a huge golf guy, right? Um, the whole Saudi Arabian live uh, sports. Yeah, yeah, the lives golf thing. <sighs> PGA, come on now. I mean, listen, I get it. They're trying to expand where they're going, and all that. But it, the it, fact that you're seeing competition. It's the thing is why PGA suspended those players that decided to participate in the live tour. It's because it's competition. I'm just like PGA. Come on now, you just basically ruin. Wait, did they ban the ones that competed? They basically did. Like Dustin Johnson, if he decided to go back into the PGA, yeah, then he's gonna have to deal with a very hefty suspension because he went to another tour. Yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. Sports have been going. Some sports have been going downhill lately, and I think golf is one of them. It's already been downhill. Well, yeah. Who watches golf? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Loser. Like you watch golf. What are you doing with your life? God, stop watching golf. No one wants to watch grown men hit a tiny little golf ball. Yeah, hey, I mean it's like tennis. Close your eyes. You're basically hearing moan. Dude, that's what tennis is. And my and my parent, my mom was like, dude, uh, my mom was like, hey, let's go see a tennis match. First of all, where are we gonna go see a tennis match? If we're going to a tennis match, I'm closing my eyes and jacking off. <laughs> Shut up. No, no, I don't think you can say that on Spotify. Uh yeah, probably. Not. Um, we'll edit it. Out. Well, yeah, post. Um, <laughs> post it. What's it called? Uh, but like the Wimbledon, I mean past couple years I mean it was alright but tennis has been losing popular all sports all sports actually have been losing popularity over the years you mm-hmm. know people aren't people aren't really interested anymore in these things yeah and which I, I th- I'm, I'm upset about because you know sports are something that drive people forward you know it, you remember you remember when you were a kid and you saw 
people playing baseball and you saw that one player, whoever it is, for me it was Paul Canerico, I'm like, I want to be like him. Yeah, for me it was. And then you drive, you put in the work, you put in the time, and you grind and you continue watching baseball or whatever mm-hmm. sport and you just want to get better. For me, base or sports is like an escape but also like a dream, you know? Yeah, like for me it was football. Yeah, exactly. Lit- literally like i can't help but like some some days i'll literally just play the first sunday night football song just for nostalgia reasons because i would always look at those players and i'd be like that i want to be yeah i want to be there yeah i want to be every everybody's dream like baseball football you know basketball russell wilson was my biggest inspiration for going into football he like he's the guy that made me want to play yeah QB. exactly and like watching like primetime football it's nothing's like going down sitting on the couch or like just primetime any sports like sunday night baseball or sunday night football sunday night baseball love sunday night baseball yeah just like going down sitting on the couch just forgetting everything everything that's going around around you and just watching your favorite sport whatever it is yeah like even if it's ufc come on now right just getting a pay-per-view right just Going down, sitting like, down, and watch two guys beat each other's ass. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never understood UFC, but I mean, hey, if you like seeing two dudes fight each other and hugging it out for you know half an hour, an hour and a half, fine, go by all means, go ahead. You know, yeah, and if you want to fight, fight. That, that's a mentally tough. Sport. It, it is. It's, like I, it's incredibly mentally. Like tough. Like I did. Two like years I tried. Yeah, I, I've tried like to learn MMA. Like, how, learn how to do it. Like, I did It's two, mentally tough. I did two years and, and in wrestling. And every, every, every sport ha- is mentally tough. Like, I've told you, because, you, you know, me and you, yeah. we work a lot with baseball. Mm-hmm. I've told you, baseball, especially pitching-wise, it's, a me- it's mentally, mentally draining. Tough. Yeah, like, you will be out there, you'll be throwing pitches. One moment, you'll have a perfect pitch. But as soon as... As soon as you throw that perfect pitch, it's a... Uh, yeah, as soon yeah, exactly. As soon as you like with baseball, it's all about how you feel. Like if you're mentally not ready to throw a baseball, it's it's a nuke. It's a piss missile four hundred feet. Yeah. But if you mentally prepare yourself, you're gonna be throwing you're gonna be throwing heat and you're gonna be on you're gonna be painting the corners. Yeah. And you know what we doing? Before every single game, we getting locked in, baby. Yeah, you that's gotta, what you, you gotta, gotta do. You gotta dialed. get locked in. You gotta get dialed. But, um, one thing I was gonna say, it, it's everybody's dream. You know, if you've ever played sports, it's always somebody's dream to step onto the field or court. You know, hell, even a track. Even a track, right? Like, um, if I wanted to be a track runner, I actually I am a track runner. Every time I step onto a track, I just feel good about myself, you know? I've, mm-hmm. like, what goes through my mind when I step on a baseball field or a track, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, I put in this work and I'm here and I'm about to run or, you know, play baseball or play football, play basketball, whatever, in front of all these people, you know? And they're, yeah. and like, I just want to put it all out there. And nothing, like, nothing beats it. Like I was junior, even junior high wrestling. 
I would be out there and nothing's like the crowd. Yeah, right. Like, you see someone that you care about deeply or whatever, like, even if it's, like, a crush or something. Right. You just go out there, you see like, that. Damn. <laughs> you, I gotta do this now. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go hard. <laughs> you see that one person and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm I gotta impress you. I'm I'm winning this. Right. And, and it's, always, it's always that, like, one or two people that are, like, drive you forward like i remember um in baseball little league right my first ever strikeout was one of my favorite moments in baseball like in my life because my mom my aunt and my grandpa were all there all all three of those people supported me in baseball like they they wanted to see me succeed in baseball and it was my first time pitching actually um and i got my first strikeout those three were the loudest people in the crowd and it made me feel so good so amazing because like i mean what else are you gonna feel when you're you know a 12 year old and just struck somebody out and you know the crowd's going crazy yeah man like even like just sports in general like uh one of the biggest things why before like before i started doing golf I was big into going into football, trying out for the football team. Yeah. When I came in freshman year, people were constantly asking me, why didn't you go out for football? I think I was one of the people that were asking, why didn't you go for football? Yeah, you you asked me for, why didn't you go out for football? But, uh, like, one of the biggest dreams of going out for the football team, even if you're on bench... Like just being there, just being there and being there Friday night, and just taking in all the crowd energy, right. like all the students chanting down. Like, uh, you know, we, the, we have know, a fight song. I don't know what it is. Um, uh, my 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 aunt knows it because she was a marching band. Yeah, my grandmother. But it was it. you know, she there's, know it there's nothing, it. especially all, oh, especially at a, at school if it's a sellout. You know, the entire student section's filled. <laughs> that's when you know it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. Like all well, oh, the crosstown classic between oh, DGS and DGN. Th- it's always, always filled. Fun. Those are always fun to go to. Um, Even if we're playing at DGN this this year, year. yeah. Um, I don't even care. I'm going to those. I'm going. I'm going to the football game. I'm going to the baseball game. Baseball is going to be so fun. (laughs) Almost spilled. For DGS, baseball is one of our best sports. Yeah, we we actually have we're really good, dude. I, Last year, volleyball. Like volley, we, we, we got a good volleyball it. too. We almost won it all. Honestly, DGS, we've got some pretty good teams. Yeah, just and like even last year, I was on the golf team. I can't help but mention like our golf team's pretty damn good. Sure, yeah, I don't not. mean to brag, but <laughs> sure, we're. I mean, and like freshman year, I was on the cross country team. We, um, we took first place in every single race in our conference. Yeah. Like we have really good teams. We we, that's one thing I like about DGS and sports in general. If you get those people that are willing to put in the work and the hours, high school sports is especially no joke. right. Actually, and I've I've said this before and I'll say it again. Not um, high school sports is probably one of the most mentally challenging sports to play. Some of the most mentally challenging sports to play. Yeah, because you're going out there and you're competing for. 
your scholarship. Yeah, exactly. And also, you have to deal with schoolwork and school in general. There's a bunch of stuff in your life that you got to worry about. You know. Yeah, like you you might not even be getting home until like eight, and you still have to do like homework. Right. Exactly. You know, you might be mentally tired after your day of school, but you still got to go out there and practice. Especially if you're in, in like, all honors. Right. You know, that's a stressful thing. And then you got to go out there and practice for three hours and then go home and do all your honors homework. That's... It's going to be... It's it's a tough thing. There's a reason why I decided to be stupid and not book smart. Right. (laughs) That's why I chose to be sports smart, not book smart. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, you know, some sport... People are, you know, people are getting into sports that not... that Not the mainline sports, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been seeing NASCAR has been getting a lot of attention lately. NASCAR is getting a lot of attention. But see, I like what NASCAR is doing. If you see what NASCAR is doing, they're no longer really racing. They're still racing oval tracks. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago Land's coming to, up. They're, well, Chicago Land's coming up, but they announced this thing for Chicago. Oh yeah, they're racing the through Chicago, they're and it's gonna be awesome. I'd so, I'd so go and see. I'd, I would just be like. <laughs> and my mom was like, "Why are they racing NASCARs in Chicago City? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't just don't worry. worry about it. You just, know, just don't worry about it. If they crash into the Willis Tower, they crash into the Willis right, Tower. Right? Who cares? You know, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be sick. Right? <laughs> Um, but like they've been to... they've been doing a lot more road courses, and I've I like that you know mm-hmm. I feel like it's really pushing the limits of like really showing who's good drivers and who's not because I mean with NASCAR before where it was just ovals, wow you can take a slight left at like, 200 miles per hour holy shit I I remember my first time watching the Daytona 500 that I was le- I, I was <laughs> I was like I, I, I only back. I only watched NASCAR for the cautions because they were some phenomenal cautions literally I would just go on like the only time I watch NASCAR is when I go on YouTube and go into big NASCAR wrecks right because <clears throat> I, oh, I don't know. Those are like the most entertaining things. Yeah, but now NASCAR is doing more road courses, and I've been, you know, getting more into NASCAR because you know it's interesting now. Yeah. You know, they actually have to slow down and take a turn instead of just going full th- speed through it. Full throttle right into right. the next um, slight. And I, I thought it was so funny because I think it was last season or two seasons ago when they first started doing it, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah, and, and granted though too, I don't want to give too much crap to the NASCAR drivers themselves because they actually do have to pull their weight to actually turn uh, Yeah, the no, it's they don't have power steering in NASCAR. Yeah, like, they have to pull oh, well, their they, weight. They do, but it's, you know, going at 200 miles per hour, it's hard to control a car. Yeah, like, you literally have to pull your weight, like, the amount of upper body strength, let oh, alone yeah, no, you, oh, Speaking of that, have you ever seen Formula One, the kind of Gs that they are um, put through? And I've I've seen people say, oh, Formula One looks easy. They're, you just drive fast and take a corner. It's not that easy. It really. Because I mean, I I watched a video on like the stats, like what happens during a Formula One race, when they're slowing down. Like let's say you take a f- car, take one of the Formula One cars. It's going full speed, and there's a tight right hairpin, and they're gonna slow down. You wanna know how many G's are being forced upon them at that given moment as soon as they hit the brakes? Probably around like it's like to a thousand. Huh? Probably. G's? No, that'd kill them. <laughs> no, it's f- like 
I think it's five, five or six G's of force Jeez. slowing down, you know, and they're keeping their heads up and they're pay- and they're like awake to- doing it, you know. If a normal person like you and I were to do that, oh, we'd be face down. We couldn't see anything. Yeah, no. And the G's that they that they feel when they're taking a corner, even a fast corner, a flat out corner, is insane. You know, it's not. It's it's a that it's a physically tough sport. Yeah, it really is. Um, something else that's been getting a lot of attention lately that I've been seeing is esports, dude. E- esports have been getting a lot of attention, especially like Overwatch and that type of stuff. Jesus. I remember, I remember when people were like, "Dude, esports, nah, this is meant for the people that just have no life." Yeah. And I mean, you're not a hundred percent wrong, but at the same time, you know. I mean, I pay attention to esports, and I, I have yeah, no I occasionally, life. I occasionally <laughs> pay attention to esports, like um. Was it? I mean, granted, I, I don't know any of the gamers' names, but yeah, like, I don't either. I just enjoy watching it because I'm like, damn, these guys are good, be, right? Wish I, I wish I could be, be like that. Yeah, but and also too in general, as a gamer though, I feel like esports is what's truly ruining gaming though. Cause well, because everybody's trying to be like yeah. these big players, you know. Yeah, and they're trying to be sweats. Right. Anyways, though, that's gonna be all the time that we have today. Again, this is your host Gabe and Glenn. Um, and this is the Crackhead Football Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.